0: We are growing apostolic legacy and that means that we have a a great history and uh, we are uh, trying to grow emotionally, spiritually in knowledge and we have individuals that will teach you a Bible study, go through a Bible study with you either on Zoom or in your home or or uh, you're welcome to join us on any of the Bible studies because uh, we are doing our best to uh, grow in knowledge and in grace and uh, we are apostolic which means that we believe in uh, the early church, what the early church believed and taught and preached and and um, I know uh, we have a great history uh, and and a great legacy and there are uh, great <coughs> in leaders and individuals that have pastored this church and come through this church and and been a part of this church and and we are believing God is, is going to continue we've had over a uh, hundred years of of uh, <coughs> being in this right here so So the Lord is is still with us and still on our side and although we have gone through uh, a a real uh, ordeal just in the last few weeks, I am thankful that I still know the Lord and I'm thankful that I have the presence of the Lord and so I have been praying and thinking well what Lord what do you want to say to us, how do you want to help us and and I, I, you know, I know the old uh, story or the old saying that if uh, uh, the enemy gives you lemons, make lemonade. You know, take it and use it. And uh, I, I just, uh, it was like it came home to me this, uh, if there was ever a time we need to build a bridge, it is right now. We need to build a bridge. Um, We need to somehow uh, be in the bridge building business. And you say, well, Pastor, I don't know what you mean. Well, and when I thought about that title, building a bridge, I thought of probably one of the most famous bridges that we have in the United States. And for those of you who've never uh, seen this bridge in person, uh, I've driven across Uh, Several different times I've seen it. Uh, They have a little state park uh, that's sort of there. It it was an an amazing, in fact, it was considered uh, uh, an architectural marvel, especially when it was built. Uh, back in uh, the 30s, uh, the uh, uh, in fact, and uh, it was completed in 1938. Uh, it was a little over four years in the making. Actually, they started drawings and things back in the 20s, and uh, so this was one of those uh, work projects for because of the depression. And and uh, amazing uh, because uh, that one. miles that connects San Francisco to the northern part of of, uh, Marin County Uh, there where individuals had of course uh, (coughs) begun to live and they only had ferries and this was going to be a a wonderful way to connect these uh, individuals. Well they had to use wire. Of course, it's a suspension bridge. And they say there are over 80,000 miles of wire in the Golden Gate Bridge. Over 80,000 miles. Now that may be hard for you to understand but there's only 24,901 miles to, if you were to be able to drive on the ocean right around the equator and the circumference of the earth is only 24,901 miles so you you, have to, you would have to drive three entire times around the earth, cross the ocean cross both oceans all, all the way to equal 80,000 miles Of wire, and you know, uh, back and forth to work and whatever, Uh, most. People don't put 80,000 miles on a vehicle a year. You know, we, all of that driving, but that's that's how much wire was there. Over a million rivets, uh, and they have over 350 cubic yards of concrete. um, And there were 11 individuals that died in its construction, took uh, construction rather. uh, It took over four years to build, 19 people. They finally put up a net that was. To save people, and about 19 individuals fell in the net and were saved by the net. So um, here we are, and I, I begin to think about what COVID and what the, the diseases. I know Sister Denise um, had influenza B, and my daughter had influenza A, and my wife had COVID. So we've got folks that have had. Everything, and I had—I don't know—a a combination of all of them, or none of them, or meanness, or whatever I had. I didn't get tested, so you know some of the same symptoms. I and and my mom and dad and others have you know have had. Uh, Symptoms? What were they? I don't know. We did, you know, it was just like I don't know what we're doing, and we're trying to wash our hands and stay separated and and not, you know, be in each other's space. And everybody is feeling that. And last uh, last week we we taped from in here and and sent out, and then the week before we were at home because it's just been uh, one report after another. And of course, some of our seniors have had been fared even. Uh, more uh, have, have been hurt more than we have, and when you realize that what what this disease and what the enemy is doing through this or using this, if you will, uh, is to isolate and to separate and to keep people apart and to keep people uh, afraid uh, to be together, and I get it. I'm not I'm not advocating that you go and hug everybody in your block. I, I'm not saying that. But if there was ever a time that we need to build bridges in this hour, it is right now. Because there are people that we need to be able to reach out to, whether it's through social media, whether it's through a text, whatever it is, but let them know, number one, we love you, God loves you, we're on your side, God's able to help us, we're able to make it through this. You say, well, I, I don't feel I, I don't feel like it, and I understand when you're sick and you're in the bed. Obviously, nobody wants a you know a marching band to come through your house, and and I get it. I, and yet I, I listened as as you know the governor of California have laid out these mandates for Thanksgiving and Christmas, where you know people have to be single serve their food, and and they have to go eat all by themselves, and they can't be more than three households, including the host. Household and, and and I just I, I begin to hear these things and it, and it was like you know the enemy is saying you know if I get everybody isolated and I get everybody apart then it becomes easy pickings to mess with your mind and to mess with your heart and to mess with your emotions and and so if there's any time that we would ever need to build a relational bridge and I I say that uh, you know maintaining some uh, uh, some relationships it is in this hour whether it's through conversation I'm not saying you got to hug them, but we've got to send a text, call, do something, write a card. Why? Because we need to build bridges in this hour. You see, you know, we have to recognize a few things. And that is that when the Lord called us... To be one of his disciples, and the Bible said he went around making the disciples, his whole thing was, I'm sending you on a mission. And that mission was to reach somebody, whether you like it or not. The reason we got the Holy Ghost. He said, go tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high and ye shall be witnesses. And so when we think in terms of, well, here we are, uh, you know, the Lord saved me, the Lord touched me for me, and I get it, and it's easy to be selfish, and especially when you don't feel good, but at this point, you know, we need to to realize that, okay, enemy, you've hit us with some stuff. We're going to use this to our advantage. This has given us a story. What do you mean? Well, You can ask questions. It's a way to engage somebody. You can ask them, well, how have you been feeling? Well, we had this, we had that. And you can then talk about what God's done for you, you know, and so that sense of learning how to witness. And I, I, I put there in uh, Matthew, the 24th chapter, uh, where uh, Jesus said to the disciples, He said, the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Mark 16, then he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. So what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news. That's what the word means. What are you saying? In this hour, oh, I am so hungry for good news. Well, what is the best news? the best news that I know is that one day Jesus died for our sins one day Jesus made a bridge where I could come into his presence he tore down the veil he made it where I could all of a sudden feel the touch of his spirit I could receive the gift of the Holy Ghost I could be baptized in the name that is above every name oh what a bridge what a wonderful blessing that is and not only that The good news of, you know what, God's still been good to me. I've I've been through sickness, I've been through this, but God's still there. That's why I, I quoted to you Acts, the first chapter, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, but you shall be witnesses. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then he goes on as to say, The uttermost part of the world. I know we can all quote John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. It's the 17th verse that I want to draw your attention to which says, For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through Him might be Saved. What are you saying? I, I'm saying we, we are living in, a, in a, an hour when everybody is feeling a sense of condemnation or a sense of attacking for everybody else. I, everybody is attacking everybody. You don't have to go very far, and then you know. I I know. Back two weeks ago, I got a call from the health department, and and they they went through the questions. You know about well, what are you doing, and what's going on in your church, and I, boom, 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 boom. What's you know, and and I felt a little attacked by all of that. Just to be candid with you. And, and I begin to explain and she was very nice and she said but, well you know it sounds like you're doing all the right things and all but and there was all of a sudden a, a little bit of you know well I wonder who it was maybe it's that lady right there that gave us all that but she tested negative that might be because she had it earlier and that she's the super spreader <laughs> yeah. that spirit's out there folks Huh? Huh? I can't believe you go there. I can't believe you go to t- I can't. Be- ha ah, But for God sent not his son to condemn the world. This is not a time for us to roll in the sidewalk. But it's a time to build a bridge. I'm not saying you've got to go hug their neck. But at some point you've got to make sure I can contact you. I want you to know we love you. We're praying for you. We're doing everything we can. We're believing God's going to strengthen you. No, I can't go to the hospital. I'm isolated from that. But I can promise you I'm still praying. I'm still praying. Still sending a text i 'm still doing what I can to build a bridge why why are you saying that we should because you know when you think of all of this and, and the Lord gave us so many examples he 's at the end of his ministry. remember he is on a journey from Jericho to Jerusalem. He's just about to stop and and ride a donkey in and they're going to say hosanna to the king who comes in the name of the Lord and he knows he's facing one week of exaltation and then another week of uh, the worst trial you've ever been through he's going to face calvary he knows where he's going. He knows what's happening. He's on his way to Jerusalem. And as he goes through uh, the little city there, he looks up in a tree and there's a guy <clears throat> dressed in real expensive clothes and he's looks, uh, you know, like he's rich and he's just a short little guy and, and uh, up in a tree. Remember the story? And and he realizes who he is and he's a tax collector and everybody hates a tax collector because tax, uh, nobody likes to pay taxes that's just not in 2020 that's in, in Two thousand years ago, in Jesus's time, and especially tax collectors then, because tax collectors then were people that were Jewish, that were your neighbors, and they were told, "Okay, you've got to bring in twenty thousand uh, denarii or whatever dollars to the uh, to the to the government." And so it was then up to the tax collector to go around and see how much he could get, and if he made 25 five thousand five thousand got to go in his pocket it was corrupt politics i've never i can't believe that we don't know about that now we've never seen corruption in politics and people getting you know graft and money under the table or any of that kind of thing now but back in jesus's day it was common for that to happen isn't that amazing and so these people were hated more than anybody. And Jesus saw that he was up in a tree looking at him. And Jesus built a bridge. He, he, he looks up, sees him, and, you know, we used to sing the Sunday school song, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he, climbed up in a sycamore tree, The Lord, he wanted to see. And Jesus says, Zacchaeus, make haste. Come down. Today, I must abide at your house. You talk about inviting himself to someone's house. I've got to go to your house. Zacchaeus didn't say, hey, master. Will you come see with me today? Will you be there? Oh, I want to give you... Jesus invited himself, he built a bridge to a guy that was hated. In fact, the very fact that he said that and that Zacchaeus came down, the Bible says they all started mumbling and grumbling and murmuring and it just blew up Twitter and all of it. And what was the statement that was being made? The, I can't believe he is going to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. He's gonna, he reached out to a man that was a sinner. Was it that Jesus was so hungry? Was it that Jesus thought he served better hot dogs or hamburgers? It it was, Jesus somehow was able to perceive. The fact that this guy would climb a tree to come see me. He is hungry for something. He may not know he's hungry yet, but it's obvious he's hungry. And I believe that in the midst of where we are right now, the Lord is going to put us in contact with people that we are going to be able to sense there's a hunger there. There's there's something there. Let me tell you, and it's up to me to try to do what I can to build a bridge to them. And what we don't know what all was talked about, but what we do know Is that after they ate after they ate supper, Zacchaeus had this conversion testimony in Luke the 19th chapter and the eighth verse? Zacchaeus stood up at some point in the meal and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I've taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. Jesus said unto him, This day, is salvation come to this house for as much as He also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. What are you saying? If there was ever a time that we need to build a bridge to someone and say, Lord, we want You to know that we, are, we, are, we have something that will bless You. Oh, you say, well, I'm not sure. Sh- sure what Jesus said I I don't know if he told him his story I don't know if he told him I'm fixing to go and be crucified I don't know what Jesus told him but Zacchaeus was converted and so you say well what kind of bridge can I build and I, I just you have to build a bridge of faith building on the four F's you know You have to build a bridge of faith. We're going to have to be willing to reach out by faith. Because if you're, there's no reason to reach out. There's no reason to invite anybody. There's no reason. And you know, what good is it going to do? You just got to do it by faith. Someone, Brother Ed Hutchison, texted me this week. He told me this morning, he said, I felt bad. I, I felt for several days like I ought to text you. But I, I, I was kind of afraid, worried about... I, and, and finally, his faith overcame that sense of, well, I, I'm worried or concerned. I, why? If there was ever a time we need to build a bridge, it's this hour because this is what the enemy is doing more than anything else is trying to isolate us everywhere we are we are being isolated and you say well all I can do is text all I can do is send a card well you what I said build a bridge on the four F's what are the four F's number one the first F is fret not remember the old song why worry when you can pray Trust Jesus, He will lead the way. Don't be a doubting Thomas. Trust only in His promise. Why worry, 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 worry? Y'all never sang that, I guess. When you can pray. Anybody, anybody ever heard that song? No? Only one, sorry. <laughs> this is an hour when it's just worrisome. Everything what does the doctor say? I mean, you know, brother Jim Collins, the doctor tested his nose, said he's positive, said I don't trust that test. I'm going to test your throat. Why worry? You say, well, what what, what if I've got it? What if I... All I know is the Lord is still God. The Lord is still able. And you can get yourself... The Bible says in the New Testament, don't be anxious for anything. You can get yourself so worked up over worrying about what I should do. And I've seen folks that are just literally in, in knots with anxiety. And, and I, I'm, not, I'm not advocating that you don't have to be cautious. You can be cautious. You Wash your hands. Wear a mask. I'm not saying that's, that's bad, that you shouldn't do that. But you don't have to let it consume you. That it will destroy your family faith. It will block when you are so worried about everything. And I have seen people that get almost a spirit of anxiety. Psalms the 37th chapter. You ought to read the whole chapter, but it starts off, fret not. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Don't be envious against the workers of iniquity. Trust in the Lord. Do good. Dwell in the land and be fed. Delight yourself in the Lord and He shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit Get your ways unto Him. Trust in Him. He'll bring it to pass. Rest in Him. Wait patiently for Him. Fret not. What are you saying? In this hour there's not going to worry anxiety is not going to help us. But what I can do is I can delight myself. I can raise my hands. Start singing. I can put some music on. I can begin to worship. I can begin to praise God. Why? I'm not going to let worry destroy my breath. From the presence of God to other people or any of it. Yes. Fret not in the New Testament, Paul in jail, in jail, wrote, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your heart and your mind in Christ in the amplified version it says don't fret don't have any anxiety about anything Yes, but you don't know. This stuff is deadly. I, I know it is. This could kill you. I agree. We've got folks in the hospital. I understand. But at the same time, I know what the Word says. Yes, in every circumstance, in everything, continue to make your wants known to God and God's peace shall mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I've had I've I've heard the testimonies of some of our precious saints that have been in the hospital and been going through it and it just seems like and they'll say but you know what pastor I just felt the peace of God. I felt the comfort of God. Oh I was weak but you know what I just felt like God's able. I want to tell you that's a great place to tell begin a story to somebody. Whenever they begin to talk to you about their fear or their concern, you can say, I know what you feel. I, I had the same thing. And then I just begin to raise my hands and the peace of God begin to. That's a great way to build a bridge to somebody. People are worried. You go on. Second F. Remember, I said four Fs. Second F was fear. Fret not, fear not. Remember? Jesus told his disciples in the storm they were rowing and they were trying to bail water and it's real. There's water here and it's real. We're sinking. It's real. And what does the Lord say? Why are you afraid? Fear not. Where's your faith? But this is real, Lord. I, I I've had to battle a little fear. I've had to battle a little worry. Anybody? I don't want you to raise your hands. Don't put yourself out. Huh? Oh, Pastor, I am I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not worried. Well, God bless you. What are you saying? I'm not gonna let that spirit overtake my worship. I'm not going to let it overtake my ability to build a bridge into the presence of God or to build a bridge into some of my brothers and sisters. What do you mean whether I text or whatever? Isaiah said, fear thou not, I am with thee. Be not dismayed, I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Psalms 112 says, he shall not be afraid of the evil things, evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. In Timothy, it says it like this, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance, you stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of hands. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Oh, uh, what are you saying? In this hour, we've got a sense that we've got to somehow have Lord we need your presence, we need your spirit, we need your grace. In fact, I think it is in Psalms 88th chapter that it talks about, there was actually the land of fear, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, The third one, fear not, uh, fret not, fear not, faint not. And I, I preached on that a week or so ago about the lady that went to the man or the man that went to his neighbor in the midnight hour and kept knocking, importunity, faint not. In other words, don't stop. Don't stop praying. Don't stop giving. Don't stop living for God. Don't stop. This is the hour where you feel like rolling in the sidewalks and stopping everything. But you can't allow yourself to do it. I've still got to have a song in my heart. I've got to have a praise in my lips. I've still got to read his word. Why? Why? Because I can't faint in this hour. This is the hour where it's like you know. You will wear out the saints of the most high. And if there was ever a time that we should faint not. when In fact the Bible tells a parable about a man. Who was an unjust judge. Remember that? He was a bad guy. But because this woman, this widow woman kept coming to him every day, every day, every day, every day. He says, he uses the word because of her importunity. Because of her shameless knocking. Oh God, I hope what this inspires in our church is shameless, abandoned knocking. Reaching, praying, believing. Galatians says (laughs) in Luke, it meant not always to pray and not to faint. Galatians, be not weary in well-doing. We shall reap if we faint not. Jesus himself, going through the battle of his life, went and prayed. You know, if you pray it once, the Lord hears it, it's over. Well, why did Jesus go back the second time? And then why did he go back the third time? He was giving us an example. Don't stop praying. I don't care if it's the same prayer. God, touch. God, fill my kids. God, touch my family. God, huh? I've already prayed that prayer. God, heard it. God knows what... uh uh-uh. He wants you to keep doing it. Fact. Faint not in this hour. Oh, what are you saying? If Jesus himself would pray three times, how much more should we be willing to pray three times? The fourth one is not <coughs> fear not, fret not, faint not. And then the last F is what? Forget not. In the midst of all of this that we're going through, in the midst of all of the stuff that's happening, I cannot allow the enemy... To make me forget not all of God's mercy, God's kindness, God's benefits, what God has done. Oh, what he's done for me. (laughs) You say, well... I want him to do. I do too. I want him to heal everybody. I want him to touch everybody. But I cannot forget. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul and forget not all his benefits. What are you saying? I'm saying in this moment I, I am I am. I want the Lord to forgive. Uh, somehow bring us into his presence. And I Forget not what he's done for us. Hebrews the 13th chapter. By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of God. Of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate forget not. For with such sacrifices God is well pleased. It's a sacrifice sometimes to... Text, send an email, write, make a phone call. But oh God, I want to encourage somebody else. I want to talk about the goodness of God. When I think of all His goodness and what He's done for me, i just sorry, I can't forget what God's done for me. In Psalms 88. not only does it talk about fearfulness but it talks about the land of forgetfulness thy loving kindness be declared in the grave faithfulness in the destruction the wonders be known in the dark righteousness in the land of forgetfulness what are you saying that when I'm gone you, you don't have any remembrance but you know what we have the testimony of some powerful individuals that have gone through cancer have gone through brain injuries and aneurysms and all kinds of situations that I don't want to forget what God all the miracles God has already done I know there are more miracles we're seeing and hearing of miracles and people being touched and healed I don't want to forget one of them I don't want to forget one thing that God's done for our church oh I have a lot to praise God for and in the midst of the, those moments when I felt so overwhelmed and I said oh God why What? why another report why the Lord began to remind me let me tell you remember when I healed remember when I touched remember what I've done and remember who's still alive and remember it I begin to say God I've got to praise you right now you've been a great God you're a wonderful God you're a mighty God all your blessings when Paul and I read the verses earlier but Paul told Timothy he said I remember all of you And then he said, I call to remembrance the unfaith that was placed in you. And then I want you to put yourself in remembrance of what happened when you received the Holy Ghost and stir that up. What do you mean? I'm saying that in this hour, it's so easy for the enemy to overwhelm us and to isolate us and to make us feel like we are all alone but in the midst of all of this not only are we supposed to be strengthened but we've got to build a bridge to somebody else it doesn't take four years and 80,000 miles of wire to build a bridge we can now send a text you can now just simply say a prayer send an email make a phone call oh you say there are folks that need to feel what we feel, every service—it's up to us to build a bridge. I know, used to be a song, "Love can build a bridge." I, 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 I want you to know that we are living in an hour and in an age, unfortunately. Where it just seems as if, you know, this group is isolated from that group. And these folks are mad at these folks. These folk people don't like these folks and these folks. And it's going to take, I believe, the presence of Almighty God. It's the only answer that I know that we have to be the one to build a bridge. Whether it's Zacchaeus, hey, come down. I'm coming to your house. Well, you may not have to go to their house, but you can just say, Hey, I know what you're going through. You're quarantined at work. I went through some of that. Let me reach out to a work friend. Let me reach out to a co-worker. Let me reach out to an unsaved child. Why? Because, and this is the hour in which folks are feeling isolated. But we don't have to worry. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to stop. And most of all, We're not going to forget what God's done for us. Amen. We're going to ask you to stand. Brian, I want you to come.